Thank you, beautiful souls who have tuned in to this week's episode of Universal Talks with Harmony and Chaos. I am one of your hosts, Novian Matter. I am your other host, and it's so great to have you. And it's absolute chaos here as your co-host. Let's get into the show. My beautiful, wonderful, crazy, amazing, harmonious love. What do you think about COVID-19? How has it affected you? Thank you for that extra spicy introduction there, my love. COVID-19, funny that you bring it up. COVID-19, how has it affected me personally? It's quite the annoyance, to be honest. I, um... I hate masks, but, you know, wear it because it's important. I'm honestly a a homebody. I like being at home. So the fact that stuff isn't open hasn't really affected me. The one thing that has affected me is not having 24-hour Walmart. I miss the shit out of 24-hour Walmart. I don't know about anyone else. But I know me and I know you, my love. We used to love going to Walmart at 2, 3 in the morning randomly if we got a random urge for a snack or a drink or we were hungry for something or we wanted to cook in the middle of the night. It was such a rush and a surge of happiness and and awesome serotonin coursing through my veins and my body going to Walmart at odd hours of the night and i think it would be great to have that back but at the same time i understand that they're closing to uh sanitize the store and you know i personally you know we both know we were overnight stalkers at walmart so having a a whole i think 10 hours without customers in the store i think that's phenomenal And it's probably been a huge weight off these workers' shoulders to not have to worry about zoning so much because management in the morning is so demanding and so shitty with the workers that they probably are just like, thank gosh there's no customers overnight. But I really hope that they actually are sanitizing because we know how cheap Walmart can be. Also with COVID-19... Uh, We know that when we were still team driving together with our old company, truck driving, we weren't getting as many loads. I think since then it's picked up for some companies, but there's still drivers who are struggling. And I see that on, uh, on Reddit, actually, on the Truckers Forum or on uh, Truckers Report. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe there's still people who are experiencing lack of freight or lack of work but then i'm like you know what it's still very much real like you know what why why am i surprised it still is very much going on i have my own conspiracies about covid one thing is certain and that is that the cdc is reporting that you know the numbers are pretty high and it's scary because right now you know like texas where, where i'm at me personally I'm seeing how they're lifting restrictions. They're allowing more people in restaurants. 
and bars and establishments. And I'm thinking, well, the government and the people who monitor this stuff is saying it's getting worse. And for the sake of money, these establishments, the government, the state governments, they're, they're reopening. And I'm just worried that we're going to get a, you know, a second wave if it hasn't already started and it's going to hit worse. I don't know. I honestly just want this thing to be over. And I think it would be over if more people listened to staying at home and only went out for essential things like grocery shopping and limited their contact with so many people and washed their hands, stayed uh, hygienic and clean, just cleaned up after yourself, uh, wiped down your environment. I feel like all that could help to contributing, uh, limit the spread of COVID and maybe put an end to it. 2021, I don't know how that year is going to go. 2020 was a shit show for sure, but I hope 2021 smooths out or gets better. I miss the outdoors. I miss having the option to maybe want to go out to the movies if I choose so. I miss having to not worry about the hours uh, shown on Google being true or not. And also, uh, I I miss buffets. I miss eating at buffets i miss chinese buffets desperately hate how this has affected the food industry and how that has affected me i completely understand the safe thing that they need to do everyone needs to do for each other is to not be able to sit in a restaurant or safely distance I'm going to sum up my version of COVID-19 into a few different genre of song. Acapella. So we're going to start here. And it's not going to be amazing, but it's going to be real. Quarantine life, quarantine life. Can't get toilet paper, quarantine life. Can't get to any kind of motherfucking cleaning supplies in quarantine life. If you a motherfucking truck driver, you are screwed. Quarantine life. If you are essentially working, you are a risk that all of the freaking retail stores don't want to freaking take account for. They just want you to show the facade of how amazing these bitches be doing in quarantine life. Quarantine life. You don't know what you're going to get in motherfucking quarantine life. Quarantine life. Online porn and online sites went up. Amazon is going richer by the second. Quarantine life. Quarantine life and switching the genre. Oh, 2020 was a weird year. This virus was released. We don't know how or why. I have some theories. And we were subjected to spend our worries indoors. Our lives we had to ignore Our urgent need 
both. Oh, oh, oh. And I just want to say, and I just want to point out to you, people everywhere, we are being told to do the necessary for our lives, our motherfucking lives. Switching genre. And even though I don't totally agree with the way the world goes nowadays, we will keep on going in through the strange and weirdest times in this quarantined life this virus is real and the poverty grows with the motherfucking uncertainty by the way i'm not by the way i'm not insulting any people when i use my cuss words going back to the song quarantine life isn't for me as i misfit in my motherfucking room my motherfucking room but you know what? It's time for all us weirdos and amazing people to shine because the alternative has become the norm and now we have to show all the people who come. Oh, whoa! They're not used to being indoors. We got to show. Whoa, whoa! They're not used to being indoors. They need to hang out and spread all of their crazy lives of all sorts. But you know what? We have to live. We have to move forward. Don't you fucking know? Let the people come. Let the people come. We'll show them how. We'll show them how. We'll motherfucking show them how. We will rise. We will rise from the motherfucking ashes. So, yeah, that is how I feel about COVID 19. Not many words, some genres were said. You know what? I'm going to add one more genre. La pinche corona que no me dijiste que ibas a venir a hacerme triste. Pinche corona, pinche corona, ¿por qué me hiciste esto? Pero ¿sabes qué? Vamos a sufrir. Showing culture to all. Because I am not afraid to say about talk about my brown. So, yeah. Mwah. That was awesome. 
I was <laughs> not expecting that. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were losing it a little bit towards the middle, and then you brought it back around in the end. I'm glad you sp you sang in Spanish because I was about to be like, whoa, 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 how are you going to bring in some acapella and not give any like shout-out to her Mexican roots? So I'm glad you did that in the end. But anyway, yeah, 2020 and COVID-19. COVID-19 has been a doozy, and I hope it's it's over soon. And 2020, I can't believe it's so close to coming to an end. I feel like the year just started. I can't believe how much time has gone by. When For me, when I look at the year, I feel like it's still August. I feel like I'm, I just moved into my new apartment. And in reality, I've been here already a few months. It's crazy. And 2021's around the corner, a month and a half away. And I'm thinking, wow, okay. So this year has flown by, but this year, I believe, has been a huge year, historically speaking. Besides the presidential election, there's been a lot of movements, you know, that have just uproared this year. They've been around forever, you know. Black Lives Matter has always been around, you know, it's always been a thing. But this year, they just skyrocketed, and I think that's awesome. And I hope that they continue to skyrocket, and, and it becomes a matter of importance because everyone is a human being and deserves to be treated equally. The fact that this year is almost over, I'm like, wow, that bucket load of crap that just got dumped on everyone's plate it seems like it was just yesterday and it's already we're moving on everyone's getting ready to eat some turkey this year maybe not with all their family because of covid or maybe they're gonna do it anyway despite covid and hope that they don't transmit the disease around and there's any bad consequences of that or you know, maybe people are going to be alone. I don't know. COVID is affecting many things this year. One thing that I found out is Black Friday is sort of not really canceled where I'm at, which is instead of having the usual Black Friday after Thanksgiving throughout November, every Friday, the Walmarts are uh, having random sales that they would have had on Black Friday, their store. I found that out today when I went to go uh, grocery shop and I was like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> Wondering what the heck the huge lines were. I think COVID is going to continue to affect people and the world and I guess us for a while until further notice. I don't know what's really going on. I'm not sure why... Cases are spiking up, apparently, and yet things are reopening. I would think if cases were spiking up, things would close down again to limit the spread, but I'm not sure. I feel like the people governing America's true colors, you know, their faces are, their true faces are really showing, you know, they don't care about the people. They care more about making money. You know, until it's one of them. 
Trump got COVID, but he had a very, very exclusive team there for him. He had doctors that only he as the president had access to. And, I, you know, I it's not fair, but privilege is what it is. COVID is going to continue to plague us all. Hopefully by summer of 2021, things will get better. Hopefully I don't jinx it. Knock on wood. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All I know for sure is that COVID and the year of 2020 has brought people down into feeling like they're having a lot of bad days. I know that me, myself, I have had many, many bad days this year. And I continue to have bad days, even recently. And it's something that I've been struggling to overcome. And it's something that I think I would like to talk about with you, Chaos. Oh, I completely understand. It's because of the financial struggle, the environmental psychological damage that we receive every single day as people especially people of color if you are again a part of a group that isn't part of the social norm according to the majority and then top it off with the COVID-19 yeah if you find a way to not let it get to you some days I am snapping at you. An example of a bad day for me, and maybe some of the listeners understand exactly how I'm feeling about like our personal experience riding the COVID-19 wave. The other day I woke up and it was bad. I just knew. I woke up, I hadn't gotten ready. I didn't have, I I had the time, but I just didn't have the self-confidence, self-love in that moment to get ready. So I just stayed in my PJs and I started my day. I had a three-hour drive and I was going to park in Tennessee later in the day. Some of the things that I do to get myself out of this haze, this rut where my brain won't work with me, whether it's because either I got into a fight with someone or my job is overworking me and I keep, my brain's not keeping up or it's just a mentally exhausting day because I have been mentally beating and thrashing and cutting and punching the heck out of myself the day before at night. This particular day, I managed to get to where I was going. You called me. You wanted to talk to me and I just blew up at you. I just started a fight. I was not I was basically miserable that day. I apologized to you. I apologized for my toxicity. I told I let you go off the phone because I knew that it was not going to be something productive and there was no reason to bring you down. So I just secluded myself. I was in the bed of my truck where truck drivers sleep. It's called the sleeper berth, for those of you that don't know. And I'm just 
tossing around, kicking my feet in the air, having the worst thoughts ever. I start trying to listen to music because I know, I know that music helps me focus or brings me back in sync or neutralizes or centers me. And it's my own crazy, amazing way of meditating. But it wasn't working. And I was, I started crying. I started trying to distract myself in stupid ways. I was opening and closing the cabinet doors. I was trying to run away from what I didn't even know was bothering. That's the thing. I had, I think that why why I was not paying attention or why I wanted to ignore this insane clusterfuck of feelings was because I couldn't even get to the bottom of why I was feeling this way in the first place. What was eating at me? The day before was an okay day. I persevered through. But then after speaking to you, actually, just telling you my insane craziness, basically, in the moment, and crying and, like, angry and aggressive and going through all of these stages of emotions, you said, maybe you have been in the truck too long. Maybe it's driving you crazy. Maybe you need to get up and go out. I remember feeling so awful. I didn't even feel worth the $47 that it was going to take to get into town to go grocery shopping. It sucked. It sucks to feel that way. It sucks when you can't get out of that zone. When it doesn't feel like it's going to end. When... You're just like, I thought we were past this, man, to yourself. When you're arguing with all of your body parts and the main one that you're, bo- that you're arguing with is your brain. When your brain is here to bring you down by calling you every name in the book or reminding you of just how awful you are or you think you are. The usual things that work, like for me, again, going to walk and clearing my head, listening to music if I can't, or looking at the scenery. All of this helps me. In the part of Tennessee that I was, the scenery was so sucked out of love, light, balance, harmony, and balance chaos. It was a town full of not happy people. I don't know their life stories, but They weren't happy. Some of them were even hate-filled. Some of the places I stopped at right before I was going to park for the day because I had almost a whole 34 hours of waiting to do before I had to deliver my load and I didn't know what to do with myself. And I tried going into one of the local stores right before kind of killing time and they didn't want me in there. They didn't really want to treat me like a human and it added to more. So that was environmental toxicity right there. Someone was reacting to me. I had no idea what they had against me. They saw that I was trying to purchase fuel, buy some snacks, get even a drink. Still, they protested me using the bathroom. That was the beginning. Continuing the day, I came back to the truck, to my work truck getting stopped by another person needing help even though and 
I have nothing against people that need help. It's just when they catch me on bad days, I don't, I can't help you. I can't help people. I turn into like a dragon monster. So this person needed help, tried to stop me, and I told them to leave me alone. Don't bother me, and whatever issues they have is not my problem right now. Because there were so many other drivers, he decided to come up to me of all the other drivers. That bothered me in the moment. After getting off the phone, not knowing if I was worth the money to spend to go, because worrying about finances, worrying about what am I going to experience when I get there, worrying about was it going to be a big waste of time, did I really need to spend this money, why was I doing this, should I even go out, I don't have anything to get ready, just constant criticism toward myself, from me, yours truly, because We are our own worst enemy, people. And it sucked. I am not that person forever. And eventually, I got mad at myself. And I said, if we're going to be brutal honest here, just know that this is not demeaning myself. I'm just very harsh with myself. So in my brain, I was literally like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck fuck out of bed get your ass fucking ready and get the fucking lift i don't give a fuck if it's 47 dollars. you're never gonna come back to this town you can afford the fucking bitch go get your damn shit at target get a little extra if you need if you want some damn supplies for your face if that's what it's gonna take fucking get a damn snack i don't give a fuck bitch but get the fuck out of this fucking truck now before you fucking get like if if you don't kill yourself i'ma kill you and and this is the way i talk to myself sometimes when i'm like not when i'm just not listening to me the the part of me that's like hey we're better than this hey we can get through this and the other parts of, of me that's like that i've learned to accept by the way but at the moment it was so much that i was kind of suffering through it but this other part of me is like oh I don't want to get out of bed oh I don't want to do that no I don't I don't want to like it no it doesn't make any sense it's pointless I just I'm just gonna stay feeling this way I'm just gonna stay feeling like shit I don't even know why I feel like shit like what's the point of going out what's the point of dragging anyone else into my shit I just need to stay here and just teeter-totter for the longest fucking shit but the other me was like bitch you think we got all day you think that this time that you have to be free of the motherfucking truck to fucking unshackle your fucking foot and be like yay i'm free is gonna just stay here no bitch we don't exist outside of time we gotta fucking go we need to go now get your ass out the fucking thing Order the fucking lift. You have fucking 20 minutes. The bitch is going to be here. The car. And freaking. You need to get in that car. And you need to get your shit. And you're going to feel better. I don't know how. I don't care when. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. But you need to try. Okay. And then finally other me. The one that's all depressed. Was like. 
the part of me, because I have arguments with myself, and some people can say, oh my god, you're crazy, but uh, it's just my process to make myself feel better. It's eccentric, it's alternative, it's different, and it's time that we stop doing social norms. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sharing this with you. The other me was like, I mean, seriously, seriously, do I really, really have to? And eventually, basically, I won the fight against myself. Got out into the car. I ended up having such a f- amazing driver who having amazing stories to tell me. And I got in a little bit of a better mood. I texted you and I was like, hey, I feel a little better. Don't worry. And you were like, thank you. Thank goodness, like, I'm so glad. I know you got busy, so, and I wanted to also not drag you in. I was happy and relieved that you were busy. And I was also happy and relieved that the trip was going to seem worth it. And then I started walking around Target, feeling the void, feeling the ugly. And then I looked at the facial section and I was like, oh, wow. And I got all like brightened up a little bit with all the different things. And I was like, oh, I can try this or I'll try this or I'll get this one later. Stimulating my mind just by mundane things and going to get pita chips and seeing that it was a local artist who got told by Stacy's pita chips that she wanted her to do her creativity. And I was like, oh, I want this bag. I just stayed so long there that I ended up making myself feel better. And then I just laughed because when I was done, I had got my stuff. I have a small smile on my face and I'm ready to go back to the truck. I spent a good two hours at Target. Then it rained and I started bursting out laughing because I personally love the rain, even if it's cold. I just started seeing the people around Embracing the rain outside the Target. There was teenagers enjoying and dancing. There was another group of guys who decided to be funny and they took off their shirts and ran to their car. There was a lady who was just like, oh my gosh, a little rain's not gonna hurt me. Then there was another lady who, her umbrella was flying all over the place. Her stuff fell and I ran over to her and she was like, oh, all over the place. And I was like, let me help you. And uh, we got her stuff in and she was like, thank you. And I was like, no, you're fine. And it totally distracted me or I felt better. And I just was like, why? Why did, I, why did this happen? And I still hadn't fully felt better, but I was better enough that I could probably listen to music end up feeling so much better in the end that I could basically heal from my music meditational like vibe moments of me. (laughs) I didn't get to listen to music because I ended up calling you. But before I did, I went into the same store. It was a different cashier. I got treated differently, a lot nicer. I ended up buying food there at the store because I was parked there. Came back to my truck. The gentleman tried to apologize. I apologized to him. Even though that guy ended up being creepy, I still felt better because I acknowledged, I took responsibility for how I had been and that that's not me. And it was a moment of unbalance or sadness and that it was okay and I just needed to accept it and release.
And then I cuddled up. Suddenly the truck had renewed coziness to it. And I put my stuff away. I cleaned my face. I called you. Told you a little bit about all of the weird, amazing, different things and the stories and the observations. The funniness of my two-hour trip to Target. All of those sequence of events ended up just making me feel better. And then the lights went out at the parking lot (laughs) for no particular reason. And that just made me laugh for some reason. The time I knew it after laughing and feeling better and venting out what the problem was, which was I hadn't totally learned how to be with myself yet. And I was still learning. It was a process. That was such an eye-opening day for me. I know how I got to being feeling better. I just, I just want everyone to know that's listening. If you guys are having bad days for any particular reason, even if you demean yourself and say this isn't a good enough reason, it is. You can suppress yourself for a while, but eventually there's going to be this voice inside you that's like screaming and saying, I refuse to die. You need to let some of this out. Just some of it. Just let it out. Vent, express yourself in whatever way you need and release. And here at this podcast, in this community, you won't be judged. Everybody has bad days. And they're not completely going to be guidebook by guidebook. Step one, this is how to get out of it type of stuff. Everyone has their own reasons and their own issues to deal with every single day. That, in, On top of the external issues all around you as you go through your day. And those external issues sometimes play a huge part on whether... You're going to grow stronger that day or you're going to let some of the weaknesses out and vulnerabilities. But whatever it is that you choose, you're not weak, you're not ugly, and you're not judged here. And you're not alone. What about you, my amazing love? Is there a particular bad day that you can think of? And I also want to add, because I didn't add it before. You won't be judged, of course, and everyone has their own process. It does not take away from our other messages that oppressing people, oppressing yourself, that's not okay. And if you're listening to this podcast and you realize some of the behaviors that are not okay and you want to change them, amazing. Snaps to you. Because we were here to help you in some way, in some small way. But if you're looking for excuses or condoning or expecting righteous truth or some kind of stifle to why you don't deserve to be blamed, this is not the podcast for you. We are very open-minded people. We have experienced such hardship and condoned and tolerated insane amounts of unbalance. But I'm here to tell you That oppression is just something that needs to end. So in saying that, my beautiful husband, sorry again for interrupting or going back to it. Have you had a bad day like the way I described or something similar? 
damn, that is a bad day, and I'm sorry that you had to go through that. That sounds like craziness, but I'm glad that you pulled through and you felt better, and that you have your process, and you're right. Everybody has their own process to feeling better. I know I do, to each their own. No pressure on anyone to do anything different. So I'm glad, Chaos, that you shared your bad day. I am, however, sorry that you had to go through it. A bad day that I can think of. Everything going wrong. And I have, in fact, had a bad day like that where I woke up, started the day, tried to get in the shower. For some reason, the hot water wouldn't heat up, so I had to shower with very cold water in the morning. It was not the kind of wake-up I was hoping for, to be jolted awake like that. There was no toothpaste. I think I was going to get sick because the aircon was on. Besides the fact that I just showered with very ice-cold water. The car that I needed to drive to work, one of the headlights was out. And I think around this time, you had just injured your knee. So you were down while well, I still had to go to work. Woke up very early in the morning because, you know, PFG liked us in at certain times. Got pulled over by an officer who instructed me to change my headlight. Otherwise, if he saw me again, I'd get ticketed. And I was grateful that he gave me a warning but was very nervous about the fact that I didn't have a headlight. Nor was I planning on getting a headlight because I did not know my headlight was out. So now I'm thinking, how do I balance my day with work and getting a headlight for by the time I get back from work? Because by the time I get back from work again, it's going to be dark again. And I have no headlight to get to any near Walmart or whatever I need to get to. And I'm thinking, well, I can't be late to work now. I don't have nearly enough time to give uh, them a heads up that I would be late. And I'm pretty sure that they would have my ass. I can't remember what I did to get the headlight. But I do remember that I went into work. I knew my day was already going to suck there when I was told that my trailer, because I was delivering... Uh, food to certain restaurants in the, the semi-truck. I was told the trailer was not ready. They had not finished loading the pallets. I had a very heavy truck, which meant there was a lot of merchandise on that I had to hand deliver, which was not easy. And I'm thinking, well, okay, it's not ready. What does that do? That delays my time, which means I'm going to have to figure out how to take break in a certain another another parking lot at another time because some of these restaurants opened up a little early and if there was a little bit more traffic because of the customers it was harder to put the semi in so I'm thinking okay okay well I'm going to have to plan out my day a little bit going to have to deal with a little bit more traffic which is also going to delay me and hopefully the customers will be understanding. But more times than not, these customers were kind of assholes. 
they were not understanding whatsoever. So here I am with this random teammate that I get assigned because you were originally my teammate, but you were injured at the time. So I'm with this random teammate trying to haul ass to get the day over with because the thing that sucks about this job is that they kind of give false advertisement to get people to apply, which is they promise that you get to go home every day. And that that's very common in the trucking industry, and I think it's bullshit, and I wish it would stop. Basically, they want you to come into work at 1 or 2 in the morning. That to them, after the midnight, that's a new day. So you go in at 1 or 2 in the morning. You're delivering all night, and you would deliver to uh, places in surrounding states sometimes. You're delivering all the way up until 4, 5, sometimes 6 p.m. the same day through the whole day. And then you have to drive all the way back, dock that empty trailer and fuel up the truck and the reefer trailer, which is the uh, refrigerated trailer. That's all work. And then it's already, by the time you know it, it's 10 p.m. That's all the time you have. It's 10 p.m. and you got to come in for the next day of work at the same time, 1 or 2 a.m. And you're going, what the hell? I didn't get any time at home. That's barely any time at home at all. I still got to spend time driving home. Uh, what am I going to do for sleep? And they tell you, well, you should have slept on the way back. Should have gone faster. It's your problem. It's something that... I wasn't accustomed to with jobs. It was actually the first trucking job I had ever had before. I was still getting accustomed to the fact that my life was changing and that I didn't have a life. Work was my life now. So when that happened to me and I got delayed like that, that was a very bad day. Especially because I was worried because you were at home. Uh, injured with your knee you needed to get to work because they still wanted you to work but you could only work a desk job there at the office and I wondered who would drive you and you were able to find a service to drive you and you know that was awesome get back from work it's 10 p.m and I'm going shit I gotta go home because I've gotta go tend to our dogs who are waiting for us at home take them to the bathroom go eat some dinner, maybe try to get a, an hour or two of sleep before I got to drive all the way back. Then I remember, oh no, my headlight's out. And I'm going, damn, well, this is definitely, definitely one of my worst days. And uh, I ended up having to drive. I made it halfway, stopped in some random town, found an auto zone. Stopped there, got the headlight, got someone to put it on for me because at the time I had no idea how to install a headlight and uh, drove the rest of the way home, thankfully, and all was well. I didn't get a wink of sleep and I ended up going back to work extremely exhausted, ready for the next shit day. I think many of those days were bad days for me at the time. 
definitely getting accustomed to that kind of schedule and being pushed like that by a job, which I don't think is legal. And the loopholes that they were finding to make it legal are astonishing to me. I hope that's something that gets addressed in the industry of truck driving. The horrible ways that companies like to push their drivers. I'm glad we were able to leave that job when we did and we got a better one. That's what I think about for a bad day and what I would do to feel better. Besides going home and seeing our dogs and the cats, just like you, music was a big one. I needed to put on headphones and just have the sounds of the rest of the world drain away and leave so that I could focus on whatever it was that I was deciding to put in my ears. Usually it's my favorite band, The Doors, and I get lost in the music and I feel better. I end up calming down. I don't know if it's the frequencies or whatnot, but it really feels good with me. Sometimes when I didn't feel music, uh, like now when I have bad days, I love to get submerged in my poetry. I lay down and I, I started trying to figure out breathing techniques to calm myself down, especially when I feel like I'm having anxiety attacks. Anxiety attacks are the worst and anyone out there who's suffered from them, it's nothing fun, it's nothing to laugh about. I think that people with anxiety, if they practiced breathing techniques a little bit more, it would help them calm down in the process. For me, one of the main things that I struggle with when I am having an anxiety attack is breathing. Struggling to breathe. I feel like I can't breathe. I I just can't grasp air. And I hate that. So, breathing techniques. For me, that's something new that I'm coming up with. Something else that helps me calm down is me personally, I'm a gamer getting on my Xbox, playing some video games, especially video games that are near to my heart. That makes me feel better. That keeps me smiling. That keeps me in a good mood. That keeps me balanced and harmonized and not feeling crappy or shitty or feeling like on the verge of having an anxiety attack. For me, that's what makes me feel better from having a bad day. And I know this kind of correlates back to episode one, feeling good and other things. I think it's important to bring it up every now and then. You know, mental health, people need to take care of their mental health more and understand that the way that they're feeling is not something to be brushed aside. People need to listen to their feelings more. And I think for men, that is something that especially needs to be addressed. There's that stigma that if a man, you know, is like feeling his feelings, he's not macho or whatever, or he's quotation marks gay. And please excuse my cat. She's playing with her toy and she's excited. Basically, that stigma, it needs to leave because guys have feelings just as much as anyone else. It's something that I just think needs to be normalized. Guys have feelings. Girls have feelings, non-gendered folks have feelings, like people are people, and people have feelings. I think we need to feel those feelings, 
when we have bad days, just remember that there is always better days ahead. I do want to add with chaos, though, that just because you're having a bad day, you're feeling down, you're going through some shit, some stressful times, it doesn't give you the right to oppress someone else, to bully them or make them feel worse for personal gain or so that you can feel better. That's not okay. I think people need to work together to build each other up, not tear each other down. I hope that is something people keep in mind when they're having these bad days. Wow. That day that you described, I put it so far behind in our history. You have such a point. You just completely ambianced and touched me and hopefully some of the listeners, for some of you out there that understand exactly what Novian Matters is talking about, Novian Harmony. Jeez, man. That it was pretty relatably depressing. And yeah, mental health fucking matters. I really hate when we were brought up how everything was brushed to the side or everything was just like, a, oh my God, no, because you're Mexican or, or no, you can't feel this way or we don't do deal with this stuff or that's not for us. Kind of toxic stuff to negate us from dealing with our like issues however we needed to deal with them so you yeah it's not said enough it's not said enough at all man mental health matters so much people don't realize that if people took care of their issues their thoughts and they tried to heal balance whatever way that you find there's no right or wrong well there is a wrong but i mean if you don't believe in therapy or if you do believe in therapy or if you believe in healing alternative ways or if you believe in going to pray that's what i'm talking about everyone has their own way but dealing with it acknowledging it that's the beginning that's the baby step that's what people can't bring themselves to do sometimes and that's okay I'm just saying again that that little voice will scream out at you and then what leads to all of these things that are that you're beating yourself down like some of the worst things that I've said to myself is like oh you you ugly monster body imaging I start hating my body I start hating the weight gain for some people some people lose weight I look at myself in the mirror and I just hate what I see I want to not be what I see I just I can't accept it or I do accept it and I break I believe in body positivity I believe that if you feel good in your skin and others are shaming you you can own yourself you can you will have support here and love but I also believe that if you're not loving yourself and you know that this isn't you because you gained weight or you want to modify your body in some way and it'll make you happier and it's not for the wrong reasons like 
self-image issues or this is the perfect way because that's another thing that needs to die hopefully sooner than later people need to stop thinking of what they believe is beauty and perfect and need to change it up and see what really is beauty and beautiful and perfect and it starts with each individual person not letting what other people throw at them get to them and make them modify everything about their life everything about their personality and that they don't even recognize who they are so going back to what I was originally saying if you love yourself and you are health in a healthy balanced relationship with yourself and you decide that you want to modify your body or lose weight or whatever it is that like you're that's going on with you there's nothing wrong with that I will support the hell out of you hell I've freaking thought about it in the balanced way and I've also thought about it in the unbalanced way it sucks for an example there was a time when I hated my body and I didn't believe working for it like being healthier and uh, losing the weight would work I felt like trapped in the job and that we, I was never going to be able to balance out because another environmental toxicity for truck drivers or travelers is the constant lack of healthy food options that there were. And until recently started changing, which I was like amazed by different alternative style available options. And I didn't know if I would succeed. It's just a constant battle. It, it, there were days where I hated myself. There were days where I just gave up and I just sighed when I look in the mirror. I didn't want to look in the mirror. And slowly but surely as I've been going through the my healing process and changed my perceptions and reset everything, I was taught growing up and just trying to reteach myself and like ugh, take out the other things like pluck them out of my brain and just be like bye have a fun trip don't come back enjoy the world maybe turn positive <laughs> I don't know so in saying that when you're going through these things you start having some serious body image issues I've seen it in so many people and it breaks my heart and it broke my own heart to, to be this way towards myself. Calling myself a piece of shit. Or saying that I'm less than crap. That I'm less than the ass wipe. Feeling that way. Gen genuinely, truly feeling so down that I didn't understand why I was even getting up. Why was I doing it? Was it for the dogs? Was it for you? But there was also this like smaller part that was just like, no, it's because I don't want to trouble anyone with my waste, with me. I'm not worth the trouble. And I was suffering like that forever sometimes, especially after my injury. People, stop hurting people that have been through suffering. If they got disabled in some way or form, they are not less than people. Stop oppressing other people. Just stop. Come on.
You don't like it when it's done to you. You don't like it when you walk into the store and the cashier looks at you weird or ugly or you, you're just having all of these anxieties or worries or you're just looking like at whoever's around you or whatever's around you. Can you just not today? So don't, if you can, don't do it to others. I know it's hard. I know if that person is being ugly. Sometimes it'll bring you satisfaction. Sometimes it'll bring you gratification. You'll feel entitled. And sometimes you're right. But other times, it's just misperception. It's just a misunderstanding, maybe. Maybe that person is having a shitty day, too, for some other reason. They they took it out on you, and that wasn't fair. Even though I don't really know... I don't try to bombard them. I try to brighten up a little bit. Now, I tell people that help me out by me purchasing food or maybe getting a snack or something. And the person on the other side of the counter looks like they're somewhere else. Because usually they are. And I don't want to trouble them more than I have to. And it's not in the unbalanced way. I am totally secure and I'm loving myself. Now, more than I don't, I just always tell them, thank you for helping me out. You have a great day. Don't stress too much. Don't work too hard. And if you have to, you're fucking strong for it. I try to tell people that every day. I just see it and I saw it in myself. I've seen it in those around me that are close. Whether it was because they were transitioning, whether it was because they were learning to be their new identity, they killed the person they hated, they were in different stages of their life. Whether it's because they just had a baby, or it's not high school anymore, and your metabolism lowered, or just other people giving them crap. If they were having a great day, like some people, and they were walking through the store, and then someone just had to be like, Ugh, what happened to you or something? The image issues, it's real. It's ever-consuming. Every single day, every single hour of that day, 365, until you die. It gets tiring. At least it got tiring for me. I knew that this wasn't me and I had to shed it. So for those of you that did what you needed to do to be healthy... To get healthy and healing mentally and not fix all your problems with the external. Trying to just say, as soon as I'm skinnier, I'm so- as soon as I get the surgery, as soon as I do this, I all of my troubles will go away. No. Your troubles need to go away in, in here, in your brain. You need to change the way that you see yourself. You need to change the way that you feel about yourself. You need to learn how to be be with yourself. Love yourself. Hang out with yourself. Go on a date with yourself. You need to learn to look in the mirror and not criticize every little detail that you see staring back at you. And instead, let it be just what it is and it's just love and confidence and saying cheesy lines whatever it is that you do to if the for those listeners that are already there that know what I'm talking about that you're just like oh 
much I love you. And then the mirror image is like, basically said at the same time because it's your image. Or, mm, damn, that ass is looking good. Man, did nothing but sit on it today. Or, mm, I like my little hump. I don't want to be totally skinny. Or, damn, my boobies look good today. Or, wow, I can't believe I freaking succeeded at cutting my hair. I thought I was going to hate it. But you know what? I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Not like, oh my God, you look like a dyke. Oh my God, you look so stupid. Oh my God, why the fuck did you cut your hair? Oh my God, what are people going to think? Oh my God, why did you gain so much weight? Oh, you look so ugly. Oh, look at all of that cellulose. Oh, why do people even deal with you? Oh, besides all of the things that they have to put up with by looking at you. Then they have to put up with your ugly thoughts and mouth. Really? Why did you even get up today? Those are some of the things that I would say to myself in the mirror when I was really in a bad place when I was really dealing with body images and the weight gain and the weight loss it really does come it really does strike it really kicks in a nerve somewhere in your subconscious and each person deals with it their own way when they're unbalanced when they're sad when they're having anxiety etc I think that you can completely come back from it 100% I just want, again, the listeners to know that when you're having those days, when you're having those self-body images, it's just one step you have to take for for some days to just not want to hate yourself. I know that there's going to be days where you're a roller coaster up and down or just down. And one of the things that I tell people when you're just down is that I learn myself the hard way because I'm a stubborn stubborn lady I'm a stubborn bitch and I can't uh, I I tried to I freaking knock heads with myself all the time let alone other people so when I'm blind to something when I can't see it and I'm like walking around like I can't see it I can't what are you talking about I can't see it fuck all of you I want to see it too and I'm going crazy (laughs) I just finally see it I took the one step I finally could only go up from the shithole that I fell in, that I threw myself in. There's only up from where you are. What about you? How have you personally, as as a man, as another personal human experience, to let the listeners know, how did you accomplish or deal with or what was some of the worst moments for body images and how did you overcome them man i have struggled with body image issues all my life basically i was a chubby kid and then i lost it and then i gained it and then i lost it and then i gained it all over again like in eighth grade and i seem to have been able to maintain my weight gain since then I'm still struggling with weight issues. I really would love to lose weight now. And for me, my issues with weight, I mean, they go back, like I said, all the way into my childhood. You know, I used to get made fun of all the time because I had funny hair or I was chubby or kids can be mean 
and people can be a bully. And that's something I wish wasn't true. I wish more people would build each other up instead of tear each other down. I've said that before many times. I'm not sure exactly where my body image issues originated from. I think maybe it's just human nature. I don't know. Back in fourth or fifth grade, I used to swear wear sweaters all the time. And I don't know, like, why? Because it's South Texas, 100-degree weather in August. Yet I was there wearing a sweater. Back then, I used to think my arms were way too hairy for a female, which is when I identified as female before transitioning. And I'm not sure what gave me that idea or what. I just know that my arms and my head were not perfect. So I hid them. And then I got over that in seventh grade. Started lose, losing weight and then gaining weight like crazy. So weight was something people picked on me for. My hair too. I had a habit of having very voluminous hair but not styling it. So I just kind of had this poofy thing on my head. I didn't care too much for my hair. And that was one of the main things that always got, like, I got picked on for. My hair was was famous for being my uh, trait to pick fun of on me. I was feeling down. I was feeling in a slump. I was feeling, I'm still feeling like that, you know? I mean, bad days, body issues, it's all linked together in my, in my, my opinion. You know, it's something that I just think is normal to struggle struggle with. I think everybody has something on their body that they are not happy with. And it sucks because, you know, we're all awesome the way we are. And I think if more people could see that, a lot more people would be happy in life instead of struggling with anxiety or self-esteem issues. But I also blame the media, partake for that because... The media has these unrealistic body types set up for us that we see on the screen. And I know that affected me as well as a child. I mean, the controversial Barbie dolls was something I actually used to look at as a kid and be like, am I supposed to look like her? Why don't I look like her? It was all very unrealistic and unhealthy. Media is evil in that way. They don't seem like they care or want to intend to slow down because they know what sells for them. And if they can exploit on children's self-esteem issues, they will. Because it makes them money. All these diet companies that have now risen that are like, we'll charge you up the ass so that you lose weight. Some of them don't work and it's not real. But we let them, we enable them. They feed on our fear and it sucks. For me, I've struggled with staying on my diet forever. I've had meal replacement shakes. I've been in and out of the gym, especially right now during COVID. I need to start exercising again. I have days where I work out at home. Then I have days where I don't. It's all a big struggle. And it's just, it depends on me. Like I need to push myself there too. And I need to push past my laziness sometimes. And there's also more fear that I'm like, what if it's all pointless? What if this gym stuff, what if I end up quitting anyway in the future and I don't lose weight? And it's like, I got to stop thinking like that. And anyone else who's thinking like that, because that's holding you back. That's not helping you move forward in life. It's not helping you get further. The moment I start working out, I feel good. It feels so good to work out. I always end up working out longer than anticipated. 
I feel good. I want to come back. And I think that's good. That needs to be like something. Working out also helps release like happy endorphins. And I think that will help if you're having bad days. Exercise keeps you active. It keeps you busy. And you're doing something to help better yourself and your health. And I think that's what makes people feel better. It's just something I wanted to bring up of body image. And I feel like if people had more mutual respect towards each other with body image and just respect in general, because, I mean, you guys should already know. The fat shaming and stuff, putting people down, I don't think, and I don't think chaos thinks it gets us anywhere. It doesn't benefit anyone in the long run. It doesn't even benefit you in the long run to make someone else feel like shit just so you can feel better. It does absolutely nothing for you. It makes you a bully. It just makes you unlikable. If you're out there, you're struggling with body image issues, self-esteem issues, whatever, I hope it gets better for you. I'm right there on the same boat with you. We can do it together. I love you. And just know that you're a beautiful human soul and you're a beautiful human being. And that there's nothing you can do to change that. And you'll get through it. I also want to lead that into something else. With talking about mutual respect. Besides mutually respecting each other's bodies. Besides showing each other uh, mutual respect in general. I want you guys to take that with you onto the holidays. I know that the holidays are not always the easiest. Because dealing with in-laws or something, it's something that people don't like to deal with. They don't like to get huddled together in a table with their immediate family sometimes. It's okay. The one thing about that, though, that sucks, is people who have, like, I guess, dynamic ways of living. Like my wife and I. We do not really celebrate Christmas. It's not really religion. It's more spiritual, and it's more just choice. We don't care much for Christmas. We don't really have much time on Christmas anyway with truck driving. It's just not what we believe. It's we celebrate something else. We've let other people, uh, family and friends know that we don't do that. And most were really respectful and were like, okay. Some said, well, we're going to get you something anyway. We felt bad. Some didn't respond very well either. Some thought it was weird. Some thought... It was shocking that there are people who don't celebrate Christmas. Some thought we had no choice but to celebrate Christmas. Um, Yeah, no, it's not for us. I think that's something that stresses people out come holidays as well. When you're sitting on the table with supposed to be family or friends or whoever, you know, whoever you're supposed to feel thankful for, and they aren't supportive of you. And these are supposed to be people of immediate family or something. Or They always say family is strong. But in my sometimes I have experienced that some friends are just better than some family. Not saying that about my immediate family. I'm talking about like, you know, those one friends that they always come through for you. And you're like, man, dude, I can count on you more than some people that I'm supposed to count of. And that's kind of sucks. But... Props to them for being so fucking reliable. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, I hate, I absolutely hate it when uh, someone asks, you know, how you doing? How you catch me up on you? How's it going? I tell them, give them an example. They hear something they don't like and they've got to express how they don't agree. That's great. 
fucking Karen. I didn't ask you if for your opinion. You asked me how I was doing. You asked for an update on me. I gave it to you. I don't care to hear your opinion. And then it's like you say that and you unleash a whole shitstorm bag at the table and it's like, Jesus Christ. It's really annoying how sometimes just because you're family or you're close friends with someone, sometimes they expect you to have a similar or not so disagreeing opinion as them. And when you do, they blow up and explode about it. And I hate things like that. Have you dealt with something like that, Chaos? Also, if this seems totally out of nowhere that I'm bringing up, like, dinner or Thanksgiving or holiday meals with your family and talking about how they annoy you, um, it just, it made me think of the body image because it seems like we all have that one aunt, uncle, cousin, whoever, who rudely mentions your weight, even though they shouldn't be one to talk either sometimes. For no reason. They just mention your weight at the table and you're like, well, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. I think we've all come across that moment in the holidays or what other where we have to choose in our heads whether we just say whatever it is that they want us to hear. The family members that we barely see maybe once or twice a year or we stay true to what we believe in and not let ourselves be suppressed or suppress our own true selves in general. And it doesn't matter who is on the other side of the table with you. You just spoke the brutal, honest pink elephant in the room, especially when, if you're gonna ask me how I'm doing, if you're gonna ask me questions to be nice, just don't. I just feel like If you're genuinely interested and you're going to be open-minded about my answer and you're going to at least be able to agree to disagree, then yeah, ask. But if you're just asking for a fight, don't. You're causing suppression and misery. You're causing pettiness. It's just not healthy. If you're just not interested and you're pretending to be, somebody else can ask that person how they're doing somebody else that's genuinely interested so the holidays are coming up and we're being asked tough questions and our answers aren't good enough for some people and some of those people include family members yes and other family members are totally okay with it they respect and they want to still celebrate how they believe in in their complete understanding of the fact that me and you, we don't celebrate the same way. That doesn't make us devil worshipers. That doesn't make us atheists. That doesn't make us anything. Those terms shouldn't be used all the time for everything. Or I'm not a disgusting person because I just don't see what people see. And that's not an invitation for you to come into my life and give me your opinion of what you've experienced and believed in. I didn't ask for all of the people that randomly come up into our houses for the holidays and start ringing the doorbell and start force mouth feeding their opinions, beliefs, etc. And you just, you're the, I'm like, usually it's me. I'll just be going about my day and 
they stop me and I'm trying not to be rude and I feel like who's the bigger person here? I'm really trying to give them a chance even though I didn't ask for it. They forced it on me. And I'm just thinking in my head as I'm listening because they're a human being. Get the fuck away from me. Nobody asked you. I don't need it. If it was the other way around and people, the majority of society, believed and agreed with what I stood for, people that believe in religion or spread the message in their way, in an uncalled for way, it's just not appreciated. You wouldn't like it if I had pamphlets ready to shove down your life and talk about the healing plants and the crystals and the energy and spirituality and all this stuff. You wouldn't like it. Whatever it is that you believe in. You came onto this platform maybe to open your mind. Maybe to hear our beliefs. But most people just don't like it when you challenge what they believe in. So why in the world would you think that you have the right to do the same to me, to subject me to the same demeaning behavior when I wouldn't put you through it? Me personally. And I think that people are opening up their eyes and realizing like this is not okay to condone. Whatever it is that you believe in and if you don't believe in anything, it's just not right. So I don't think it should be taken with a grain of salt or anger or fury or selfish like butthurtness or something. I am not trying to hurt you. I am not here to be petty. I am not here to rebel against you or just always be against you. No, I'm just here finally coming out with the way I have always felt inside. With the way that I have always known myself to be. As I have a self-discovery journey, path, metamorphosis, whatever it is, you know, that I call it that day. And I don't think there's anything wrong if it doesn't coincide with everybody else, the majority. I'm not here to please anybody. I'm here to make myself happy. Even though it's cheesy and it's corny, we only have one life. And spending it every moment of every day fighting and suppressing other people and forcing your beliefs or the majority rule down your throat blind and then right before you die you regret all the things you could have done or how you could have spent your time better etc i don't want to do that i don't want to live my life that way i choose to embark in this new way or some people and the way it's not new it's just always been there it wasn't as popular people were suppressed for it people have been killed for it in the past because it's just one big ass misunderstanding and it's just not fair so i don't want to be labeled as anything abusive or ugly but i'm willing to deal with it i should have the right to say hey i don't believe in christmas the same way that you do and there's no offense and there's nothing wrong with that i believe in this a separate holiday that me and my beautiful co-host celebrate 
our own little tradition. The informal short version of it would be called Magic Day. And that's when I'll exchange gifts or whatever traditions, ever-changing traditions, feeling out the day. So I completely understand. Besides dealing with the awkward conversations, the awkward questions, trying to be respectful of other people, yet also trying to draw a fine line and get people to understand that what you believe in is just as equal to what they believe in It's just not popular, and that does not make it less than, or not real, or something to suppress, or shut up, or quiet down, or end, or cut, because the other person is just like, what are you talking about? I don't believe in that. I don't appreciate, no, no, quit your your shenanigans. It's not shenanigans sometimes. And if I'm willing to come onto this platform, if I'm willing to face repercussions i'm not joking around i truly genuinely believe my beliefs it doesn't mean you have to it just means you have to be okay that i don't want to celebrate your beliefs. it's not an argument i wouldn't do this to you if the tables were turned so don't do it to others if you can manage in ending that yeah I completely understand. Something that family and friends do all of the time is they embark in commenting on weight, commenting on how sad or what's going on with your life or how it's a bad thing sometimes if you don't have a partner in your life, etc. Or when are you going to have children, etc. It's like just because you have that goal or you... That was what you did in your life. Why does that mean that I'm not happy? Because I don't have the same choices that I, that you were given, that you chose. I choose differently. I'm, and I'm happy. I'm just not happy when I can't express those choices. When I'm being told no. When I have to watch out or look out or always be paranoid or on edge or careful about what I say or how I say it because the majority will basically throw a temper tantrum. It's just crazy. So, yeah, I completely understand. Anyways, I think that that's enough time that we have for today's episode. I think we talked on a lot of amazing, beautiful points. I don't know if there's anything that you need to add before I close the show, my beautiful co-host, my lovely, amazing, always making me laugh and live life co-host, Novian Matter. Also, I want to add really quickly, I'm not throwing offense to atheism or to Satanists or to the Christian church. And I'm not saying that I'm always looking out for me or I'm always going to be selfish. No, I just mean... In my personal experience, I have discovered that loving myself allowed me to love others the same intense way. It's ironic. It's weird. It doesn't make sense. I would have to go into it deeper on another episode, but I'm not throwing offense at anyone else. If you have your own beliefs and you don't impose them on anybody, man, power to you. I love you. I love you so much. Get other people to do it. 
but I have lost relationships because they didn't want to understand or get it. They don't want to equalize anything. They just want it to be their way or no way. And those are the people I'm talking to. Another apology I want to do is uh, since we record on different times and I'm in Colorado Springs, I am totally reporting from Colorado Springs, looking at the beauty here, taking in the atmosphere. I'm in a construction site. Just things are happening. Just got a raspberry quartz amazingness come to me today the earth was like you need to take this gift and I was like oh, thank you so sorry if I sound a little tired out of it I have not been able to get my coffee as I'm on the construction site so yeah ending it there <laughs> repeating myself and remembering that I am this time beautiful co-host is there anything else that you need to add before we close the show no, I don't believe I have mm-hmm. anything else left to say. I think you touched on the remainder of the topics for me. Uh, thank you so much. And yeah, you have a good point. We were not trying to offend anyone or anyone specific or anything specific by saying what we did. Once again, this show is to give people a platform to speak, whether it's us or you or someone else. So we have the right to speak, freedom of speech, guys. Come on. If you don't like it, you can log off. You don't have to listen. We all just want to get along here and give mutual respect. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I am Novian Matters, and I'm signing off. Chaos, you can have the mic back. Okay, and I apologize for taking the mic too much. I need to work on that. I love you so much, my amazing co-host. And to that end, we have to, unfortunately, end the show. And I want to remind everybody that's listening and tuning in. If you want to make, uh, open up a discussion board on our Facebook pages or DM us on Instagram. Or even post your remarks or comments or questions or concerns on our Instagram pages. On any of the posts that we've been able to put up for literally you guys to come and comment. We'd love to hear from you. We... I will always say we will hear you. We will give you a chance and a platform. It does not mean that we have to change our ideas as long as we can agree to disagree. And of course, the only thing that we will never condone is oppression. The links will be posted on the show notes. I can't wait. I'm excited. Two surprises came in as this show has been being edited and altered and amazing and being put together from different locations because when I was tuning in I was in Colorado Springs now I'm in Missouri I travel yeah and for work temporarily so I'm super happy and excited to say we have been able through Captivate to bring you this crazy, insane, eccentric, chill out of this universe, yet in this universe, show to all platforms, including Google Podcasts and Apple. We're finally on Apple. And before we all forget last week we made a comment saying that we are going to bring you music and of course mike 
Thank you so much. Podcasting like a pro team. Thank you so much. We have been captured and inspired uh, to bring you this beautiful, amazing, insane, harmonious, and chaotic sound. I was told that he mixed up our personalities because something that you get to do when you purchase your one-of-a-kind song from them is you go through a questionnaire, you can send them a playlist of stuff that's all about you. And they come and listen to your show or your YouTube or if you have some kind of promoting page of some sort. They get to know you. They get to really capture you, your essence or your person. They are insanely good at their job. For the small price that they charge, I was insanely amazingly just heartfelt and i'm ready to let you guys listen to a small preview of what's to come in the next episode we won't post the whole song so novian if you don't mind posting (laughs) the little clip to let the audience hear and listen to what it is to be inspired for us to be captured in song together and on this show. We will be posting show notes also on how to approach Mike or the podcasting like a pro team because they did an amazing job. And let's get to the song. I hope you have an amazing, wonderful journey with us in this episode episode five next friday thank you guys for coming to the song here we go